Welcome to the third episode of Business Meets Personal Wealth. Hi, I'm Ann Lucchese with SVB Private, and I've been advising founders for over 20 years on how to think about their wealth journey. Every episode, I dig into some of the unique challenges that impact our clients across the innovation economy and discuss ways our advisors help plan for the unknown and build individual wealth strategies. Today, I'm joined by my colleague, Katie Sheehan, Managing Director with Trust and Fiduciary at SVB Private. Katie, can you share what you do in one sentence? Ooh, that's tough. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am a wealth and fiduciary strategist. So basically what I do is quarterback the planning process for our clients institution-wide. I am a former practicing trust and estates attorney. So I like to say that what I really do with clients is talk to them about estate planning all day, every day, and everything that comes under that umbrella. Well, that sounds um, complicated and exciting all at the same time. Um, so today we really wanted to kind of narrow in and talk about why founders should use prenups. Um, I'm just going to come right out and say it. One thing that none of our founders um, or anyone for that matter want to think about is a prenup. Um, I find most of our founders just don't think that it's important to them because they really don't have a lot of money. And they just don't know how to bring it up with their significant other. Katie, why don't we start with a quick overview of why people, particularly founders, should consider a prenup agreement? Sure. Prenuptial and postnuptial, which is simply the same type of agreement that happens after marriage, is, is really a key component to any estate plan. And a lot of folks don't always think of it as, as part of the estate plan, but it, it certainly should be a key component in a number of, of circumstances. Why folks should think about it is, you know, it, it doesn't have to have the negative connotation that everyone seems to think that it does, which is why they get paralytic when, when thinking about it or talking about it. But if you house the, the discussion or the thought process about why you need a prenup into just planning, right? Planning for the what ifs. What happens if I pass away? What happens if we get divorced? And throw into the mix these are shares, right, of a business, whether they're privately held or, or public. There are other repercussions that happen with those shares with the distribution of property, whether they can be assigned or sold or part of other contractual agreements. So it's really planning for that. And if you house the discussion as a planning mechanism and covering the what ifs and making sure both sides, right, of the agreement are protected and planned for, uh, it's much easier to wrap your head around uh, starting to have that discussion and then bringing it to fruition. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It's a it's a complicated thing, but it's so important to think about this in beyond just terms of money, which is where I think a lot of people place it. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things I find that a lot of founders think they can do to kind of avoid either this conversation or the need for this is, well, what if I just take all of my assets, particularly my shares, and I set up an individual trust and I put all my assets into there? Am I not protected downstream in the event that I have a divorce? You are not protected. So first of all, it depends on the type of trust. And a lot of times the types of trust that we're using are revocable, which means they are simply the, the grantors with a, with a different name, right? It's going to operate under their social security number. It's 100% reachable by all of their creditors, which could include uh, their spouse, right? In a, in a divorce. So 
it, there's the also the the idea of perhaps I can put this in an irrevocable trust, right? But depending on how that is done, how that is drafted, what access and control the grantor has over that, they that may not afford any creditor protection either. Um, and and trusts are something that whether even if it's irrevocable and and seems as ironclad as as it possibly can be, those can be reachable in an awful lot of of divorce proceedings. So a trust is not the asset protection tool that folks think it is. It certainly can be used for that and and is, but it has to. It's very fact specific. Has to be drafted appropriately for that particular situation. And if it's revocable, which is what most of these folks are thinking. Right. no dice on protection there whatsoever. Yeah, and I think that's a really important concept around that. Like they just think, oh, well, it's still my name. I've protected it before we have the agreement. Um, one of the last issues I'd love to touch on is I because I've seen this happen, which is, um, you know, founders go deep into the game with their significant other. And as they near getting married, they all of a sudden decide, okay, now it's time to put a prenup in place. You know, I know I'm going to get married in four days, but let's just put it through. <laughs> Any thoughts around that? Yeah, lots of thoughts, lots <laughs> of thoughts, right? So how these documents are put together and when they are put together is is and can be a pretty crucial deciding factor of, of how legitimate that, that document's going to be, right? So if you want this document to, to stand up, which we all do, right? That's why we're entering into it. Um, you, you have to check off a fair amount of boxes in order for that to work. Um, and one or, or two of those important boxes that we want to check off, right? Timing, right? Undue influence and adequate disclosure, right? So if you're rushing into this, and I, I would say this actually when I'm talking to any client about putting any legal document together, we never do this in haste, right? Because you can't fully grasp what you're doing if you're doing it at the 11th hour. And particularly with this, both parties need to have fair and adequate representation. Both parties need to agree that they've had fair and adequate disclosure. And both parties need to say that they were not unduly influenced into signing the agreement. And if you're doing this, you know, three days before the wedding, when you're, you know, trying to see if your, your tux fits and the cake is coming and who's fighting with who about the seating arrangement, no, we don't want to be entering into legal agreements then. Just like I'm telling a lot of clients right now, we don't want to be doing a lot of very complex planning at the end of the year, right? 1231 is fast approaching and we don't we don't want to rush into things because it could compromise the integrity of the planning. Well, we've covered a lot in a short period of time. Thank you so much for joining me, Katie. Every episode, I'll be answering the tough questions our clients, the innovation economy have and are looking for solutions to. If you liked what you heard, subscribe to the SVB Perspectives podcast and get notified when new episodes are published. Thanks for joining. We'll see you here next time on Business Meets Personal Wealth. The material contained in this podcast or webinar is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be an offer, recommendation, or solicitation to purchase or sell any security or product or to employ a specific investment strategy.
SVB Financial Group, SVB, does not represent, warrant, or guarantee that this material is accurate, complete, or suitable for any purpose or any investor, and it should not be used as a basis for investment decisions. It is not to be relied upon or used in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. This material does not provide individually tailored investment advice. It has been prepared without regard to individual financial circumstances and objectives. The views expressed in this podcast or webinar are solely those of the authors and or participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of SVB or any of its affiliates. Opinions where and when expressed are subject to change without notice. Information was obtained from sources considered reliable, but no representation is made as to its accuracy. SVB, its affiliates, employees, SVB Wealth LLC Investment Advisor representatives, and SVB Investment Services, Inc. registered representatives do not provide, and nothing contained herein should be construed as, legal, tax, or accounting advice. Prior to making any investment or financial decisions, an investor should consult their own legal and or tax advisors for individualized advice that takes into account all of the particular facts and circumstances of an investor's own situation. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of money invested. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Asset allocation and diversification do not guarantee a profit or protect against loss. The term SVB Private is the marketing brand name for the private banking, lending, brokerage, and wealth management and investment advisory services offered by the following SVB subsidiaries and affiliates. Silicon Valley Bank, SVB Investment Services, Inc., and SVB Wealth, LLC. Each legal entity in SVB Financial Group is subject to distinct regulatory requirements, and certain products and services may not be available in all jurisdictions or to all client types. Banking, lending, and trust products or services are offered by Silicon Valley Bank, a California bank with trust powers. Silicon Valley Bank is a member of the FDIC and of the Federal Reserve System. Silicon Valley Bank is the California Bank subsidiary of SVB Financial Group, NASDAQ SIVB. SVB Wealth LLC, SVBW, and SVB Investment Services, Inc., SVBIS, are wholly owned non-bank subsidiaries of Silicon Valley Bank. Neither SVBW nor SVBIS is a chartered bank, trust company, or depository institution. Wealth management and investment advisory services are offered through SVBW, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Detailed information on the services offered through SVBW is contained in the SVBW Form ADV brochure, which can be obtained at advisorinfo.sec.gov or from your SVBW Investment Advisor representative. Brokerage products and services are offered through SVBIS, a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA, and SIPC. For more information on SVBIS, please visit FINRA's Broker Check website at brokercheck.finra.org or contact your SVB Wealth Investment Advisor representative. There are important differences between brokerage and investment advisory services, including the type of advice and assistance provided, the fees charged, and the rights and obligations of the parties. For more information about these services and their differences, speak with your SVBW Investment Advisor representative. Not all products and services are offered by all investment advisor representatives of SVBW or registered representatives of SVBIS, and not all investment advisor representatives of SVBW are registered representatives of SVBIS. Wealth management and investment advisory services offered by SVBW and brokerage products and services offered by SVBIS are not FDIC insured, not insured by any federal government agency, not bank guaranteed, not a bank deposit, and may lose value. All loans provided by Silicon Valley Bank are subject to underwriting, credit, and collateral approval. Financing availability may vary by state. Restrictions may apply. All information contained herein is for informational purposes only, and no guarantee is expressed or implied. Rates, terms, programs, and underwriting policies are subject to change without notice. This is not a commitment to lend. Terms and conditions apply. NMLSR ID 442029, Equal Housing Lender. Copyright 2023 SVB Financial Group. All rights reserved. SVB Financial Group, SVB, is the holding company for all business units and groups.
SVB, SVB Financial Group, Silicon Valley Bank, and the Chevron device are trademarks of SVB Financial Group, used under license.